back. I'm your host, Brian Abushakar, and on this week's episode, we will be reviewing Happily Ever After and Everybody Loves Hugo, the 11th and 12th episodes from the final season of Lost. Let's open up in Happily Ever After to Widmore catching Desmond up on what's going on on the island. He explains to Desmond that the island isn't done with him and that he's here for a reason. What we're seeing now is Widmore putting all of his pieces into play. But this is an example of other people stepping up to take Jacob's place on the island. One thing to notice about Widmore in this episode is that he has a very different demeanor. He's not as cold, but he is a lot more direct. He tells Desmond exactly what he's about to do to him. He knows that Desmond was able to survive a large electromagnetic event, and he wants to test to see if Desmond can do it again. But when Desmond mentions sacrifice to Widmore, Widmore explains all the sacrifices he's made for the island. He talks about his relationship with his son and with his daughter, and that he's put it all on the line to make sure that this man doesn't succeed in leaving the island. Because if he does, the world will be over. These are very genuine motivations for Widmore, and I think he's explaining his character here so that we can all understand what his place has been throughout the entire series. But once Widmore turns on the machine, Desmond goes through the same series of events as the people who set off the atomic bomb, and now he's transported into the Flash Sideways. And his Flash Sideways interactions are very interesting. He first runs into Claire, and he's actually the one who gives her the idea that her baby could be a boy. Another nice little detail that we see is that Desmond's driver is actually George Minkowski from the freighter. We actually discover that Desmond is Charles' right-hand man, and he's come to Los Angeles to have a meeting with him. In the background of Charles' office, there's a giant painting of a scale with a white and a black rock, and there's a model of a sailboat, which is what brought Desmond to the island. In this interaction, when Widmore mentions that his son is putting on a concert, we can already put together that since his son is Daniel, Eloise must be his wife. And this is one of the things that makes Lost so great, because you can start taking these pieces and figure it out on your own as the story's going along. We find out that Desmond will be in charge of making sure Charlie makes it to the benefit concert. And this caretaker position for Desmond over Charlie has been reinstated. But it seems like Charlie's actually the one who's trying to save Desmond. And one thing I wanted to make sure you guys started to notice is the certain words the characters are choosing. When Desmond's sitting with Charlie at the bar, he asks him to enlighten him. Starting as far back as the lighthouse and the donkey wheel, we know that light is very important and lost. Moving along, Desmond's able to convince Charlie to come with him by giving him a choice, but on their way, Charlie gives him his own choices before he tries to sink the car. Back in season 3, we had seen Desmond be able to see flashes that haven't happened yet. But in this case, we're seeing Desmond have a flash that in this reality didn't happen at all. And it's all triggered from when Charlie puts his hand on the glass like he did in the looking glass station. Next, after Desmond wakes up in the hospital, we hear the same questions that one of the scientists asked him before Widmore started the test. This is letting you know that the same technology being used in the MRI was being used in the test. So you have to remember, Desmond's consciousness has been unstuck by large amounts of electromagnetism before, and when he goes through the MRI, more of his past memories are being shown to him. Let's talk about when Desmond goes to meet Eloise. If you notice, Eloise 
seems surprised that Desmond is there. She also makes another interesting comment by calling him Widmore's best fix-it man. While Eloise starts off with a very kind and nice tone with Desmond, she changes it very quickly. She mentions to Desmond that he's not ready, and that what he's doing is already a violation. She also brings up a very interesting point that in this reality, Desmond seems to have everything that he could have ever wanted, and yet he's fighting against it. So this made me think of Eloise in previous interactions, and she's really the one who's mentioned that time has a way of course correcting itself. But again, she speaks as if she already knows the answers. This leads Desmond right to Daniel, who describes to him the concept of love at first sight. We see Daniel is a musician, and I find this really interesting because if you remember what he told his mom when she said that you have to stop playing piano, he described making time to do both. Especially because the next thing he does is take out his journal. We already know that Daniel's journal contained his entire life's work in it. And he even describes that only somebody who spent their whole life studying these types of equations could write this stuff out. Daniel also starts to reference things that happened on the island in this timeline. We do also know that Desmond is Daniel's constant. And so I find it really interesting that Daniel is leading Desmond to his half-sister Penny. And the moment he touches her hand, it's exactly like the constant. Now back on the island, Desmond's demeanor has changed completely. He wants to cooperate with Widmore and tells him that he understands. So I want you to start thinking about what could have changed his mind as we're moving forward. In our flash sideways, we see Desmond with the same resolve. He wants Minkowski to give him the manifest from Flight 815 because he has something to show all the passengers. And that'll take us into Everybody Loves Hugo, where we open up to a great reception for Hugo being put on by Dr. Chang. And one thing Dr. Chang says in his speech, Hurley is a beacon of light for all who cross his path. This is keeping up with the theme of light and the lighthouse that Hurley tried to bring Jack to. Back on the island, we see Hurley visit Libby's grave, but instead of seeing Libby, encounters Michael, who describes to Hurley that people are actually listening to him and that he has to make sure to protect them. Now let's go to our flash sideways where we see Hugo and Libby interact, and she describes that she already knows him as a soulmate. But just like Desmond and Charlie, he is now motivated to find out more because of love. This will take us back to the beach where we see tension between Hurley and Alana. Hurley believes they shouldn't try to blow up the plane, and the only person who's arguing with him ends up getting blown up. And this whole situation causes Hurley to realize that he actually is being heard. He's taking over now that Alana is dead. And this will take us into our flash sideways where Desmond finds Hugo at one of his restaurants. We discover that the motivation behind his weight comes from eating when he's depressed. But Desmond is there to help push him to follow his gut, which leads him to go pursue Libby. And we discover the reason that she's in the mental institution is because she has issues with reality. When Hurley asks her what happened to her, she describes the exact same situation that Desmond went through in the previous episode. Back on the island, Hurley decides that the best thing for them to do is to visit the man in black. And if you notice, he doesn't force anybody to go with him. He gives them the choice to follow him. So it's really great when we see Jack choose to go with Hurley. This also leads to a great conversation between the two where we get Jack explaining how he's finally able to let go and not try to fix everything. Now, this is something that we've seen him struggle with the entire series. So it's great for him to finally be able to open up. And because of that, 
Hurley responds that maybe your drive to fix things is why you're here. Something very interesting that we learn in this episode is the origin of the whispers. When Hurley's able to talk to Michael on the island, Michael explains that because of what they did, they are stuck on the island and they can't move on. Back in the flash sideways, Hurley and Libby go on the date they never got to go on. And when Hurley finally gets kissed by Libby, goes through the exact same thing that Desmond described. Hurley's only here because he was pushed by Desmond. So Desmond is following through by showing something to the passengers of Flight 815. Back on the island, when Desmond and Man in Black arrive at the well, we find out it's another pocket of electromagnetic energy. We also see something very different when the Man in Black notices Desmond isn't afraid of him. Desmond is like Saeed. He's not exhibiting any emotions. And now to close out this episode, we get the final meeting between Hurley's camp and Man in Black's. And one thing to pay attention to is that this is the first time that Jack is seeing Man in Black as Locke since Locke's funeral. Folks, that'll take us to the end of this episode. Next week, we will be reviewing The Last Recruit and The Candidate. Send in your thoughts, theories, questions, anything to wegobackpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at KingLordBrian. And until next week, y'all take care of yourselves.